Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in, bring up whatever's on your mind, toll-free, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Not quite uh, as beat as I was last night doing the show, Mark. Last uh, Yesterday, I spent pretty much all day washing dishes. How is this? That that was my job. How did you, I mean, why is it that you had to wash dishes? The whole well, time? I didn't have to, but uh, since I wanted to help out in the kitchen with the whole Thanksgiving Day meal making And you're pretty process, inca- incompetent when it comes to making your own food. I mean, I can learn that kind of stuff, but uh, Julia and her brother Chris were here, and we had a nice time, and they made a whole bunch of food, and I washed a whole bunch of dishes, and we had some uh, some people over that didn't have anywhere else to go uh, for, for their You make it seem like they're vagrants or something. They're just... <laughs> People that came over to share a meal with you. Well, right, but they didn't have anywhere else to go. They didn't have a family, for instance, to uh, to go to. Well, that's for it. That's, oh, so it's probably more accurate to say that they didn't have family to go. They had a place to go that was here. And if they didn't go here, they would have gone someplace else. The way you phrase it makes them look like bums. And well, they're not. I uh, know them all. Well, where else would they have gone is the Any question. place they darned well felt like. Thing is, there's, there are not very many options on Thanksgiving. For yes, us, there if you're are. A single, there was a giant party down in Winchester if you were that a, they would have enjoyed very thoroughly. If if you're a single person, uh, most of the people that were here were actually Julia's co-workers, so no, they wouldn't have been invited to that not party. Not the ones I saw. Okay, well, anyway, uh, so what I'm telling you is is that there were a number of people here that would not have been invited to that party, and so therefore they would have had nowhere else to go. All right, well, you're feeding the bums. That's nice of you. They're not bums necessarily, Mark. I On one year when I was, it was Thanksgiving, I was working that particular year, and I didn't have anywhere to go, so I went to Denny's all by myself. <laughs> That's because you treat people like they're bums, Ian. What are you talking about? You didn't have any place to go because you don't know how to nicely state that people came to your house to it's enjoy Thanksgiving I was working. with you. What do you what? Go on. I'm telling you that years ago when I was working at a radio station, I was working at the time when people were doing their Thanksgiving thing. So I had nowhere to go, and that's okay. I went to Denny's. They took care of me. 800-259-9231. When you go to Denny's on Thanksgiving, by the way, you can only order one thing. What's that? The Thanksgiving Day special. Really? That's it. Huh. You can't order anything else. They give you this little menu, which is specially designed for Thanksgiving. And I, I think you get to pick maybe some of the customizations of uh, things that come on the Thanksgiving Day special. Like, you know, if you don't like cranberry sauce, they won't give that to you. You can probably put something else in there. More stuff instead. Uh, but it's one option. It's interesting. Hmm. It is interesting. Um, so you can uh, take control of the airwaves, whether you want to tell us what you were thankful for yesterday. We never really got to that opportunity on the show. At the very end of the show, we'd been through all kinds of different stuff, and we never really had the chance to, to stop down for a moment and uh, and talk about what we were thankful for yesterday. So, Mark, do you want to? Sure. Throw that I, out there. You know, I, it sounds trite, but I've got to say that I'm thankful for my family. You know, I'm thankful for uh, for, for Jack, who's uh, 20 months old and, and just a joy to, to watch, to everything as he discovers the world and and uh you know minute by minute i can be you know be given joy in whole new ways just by watching him i'm you know happy that uh i have my wife and that i can spend the whole day with the two of them that i have a job that i can spend the whole day with the two of them and you know that's what i'm thankful for i am thankful for as i mentioned uh last night in very brief fashion uh, very thankful for everybody that listens to this show everybody that has ever told anybody else about this program uh, of course, our, our Free Talk Live amplifiers that you know contribute financially to the the well-being of this program and helping us get on more radio stations. The radio stations themselves, the 58 stations now 
that we have on board. Uh, thankful to every single one of them for being trailblazers and, and taking a little bit of a risk with ab- adding Free Talk Live. Uh, and, of course, our, our Free Talk Live advertisers, everybody that's ever, whether it's you, whether you've ever just bought a banner ad from us once or you've bought a very large advertising package or your Cycle CAI. Thanks for Jason Osborne. <laughs> Uh, but thanks to everybody that's behind this show in one way or another. Advertisers, like I call them the three A's, the advertisers, the affiliates, and the amplifiers, and of course the listeners as well. Um, so thank you, thank, I'm thankful for all of you. And you know, this isn't, I, I don't feel too cheesy about this because I'm thankful for this on a, a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I just don't say it on the radio every single day because, well, you know, we don't want to spend airtime on it. It'd get that. tired, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, but I'm always thankful for those uh, folks out there that uh, are part of this show and listen to the show, and of course Julia and uh, and my new family here in New Hampshire, which are all the wonderful, many of the wonderful activists that are up here. There's so many of them, I can't begin to name them all. You know, I think it's uh, funny when uh, Rush when b- people call into Rush Limbaugh's show and they say, "I love you," he says, "I love you too." What a weird thing. I've, I've said I love you on the air before. <laughs> I know, but I, I, we've, I think we've said it, but I've said it kind of in a joking fashion because it's, it's so strange. Like, do I love them? Well, I love that like they listen love to the Laura. show. You don't love them like you love Laura. I, You're I not love going that to make are, love to them. They're, they're, I love them in the way that I love living human beings that aren't being mean to me. Yeah. That's you know, what it is. Right? <laughs> it just seems so strained. I, do you feel strained when you say it? Maybe you shouldn't say it. I don't know. I don't know. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. Uh, so I'm, I'm thankful for the level of freedom that I do have, because we certainly have a, a better life today than we would have 100 years ago. I'm thankful to be alive now and, and a part of uh, you know this wonderful uh, liberty movement also. I think that's something to be very thankful for, to be here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and surrounded by like-minded, liberty-oriented people. I'm very thankful for that. My life has changed drastically in the last three years because of that. Well, ditto to that. But uh, you know, I'm, now I'm I'm thinking, you know, all the radio shows have this, the one thing that uh, that they say when the callers say when they come in, like uh, the, the rush, uh, you know, people are like ditto, mega dittos from Cleveland or whatever. Okay. And then the uh, Michael Medved has uh, you dementia, and then um, uh, Glenn Beck is uh, you sick freak, and I'm sure that there are uh, others. Okay. John Hannity's you're a great American, and I Awful. think that what it should be. For Free Talk Live is, I love you, because it's just so weird. I don't know. I don't know if Free Talk Live should have one of those things. I think it's cheesy. It, it, it's, it's, it's funny. They're, they're, they amuse me. So let's see. What else? What else? Oh, um, I guess that's pretty much the, yeah, the majority of what I have to agree with what you're saying. I mean, you know, all these things are things that I'm thankful for, for too. And, and I try to take a moment out of every day of my life to appreciate those things and more, because I think it's Gratitude's important. Gratitude's extremely powerful. I mean, but Is appreciation the same as gratitude? It's close. Is it the same? I think so. Okay. Well, yes. Being appreciative of the good things that you have and the, the people that you know, and uh, I think that is very powerful and very important. And so that's why I take a little bit of time out. I probably should take more. I probably should do maybe learn a little bit more about meditation and, and try to get into that. Uh, I, I that's know. one of the things I feel like I, I fail at. I feel like I kind of rush through. T- giving appreciation on a daily basis, um, and I, I don't know if I feel I don't feel very good about that. So, but I do uh, like to think about uh, those things. I do like to appreciate because, well, it's it's a lot better to spend your time appreciating things than being angry or uh, being frustrated or disappointed. 
So Hard to focus, disagree with that. Yeah, so focus on the good things, right? 800-259-9231. You can share what you want with us. Uh, we are Free Talk Live, and we will take your calls about anything. And uh, we'll be on, by the way, live tomorrow night, too. So we're as normal this week, Monday through Saturday, live, 7 to 10 at night Eastern Time, at freetalklive.com and a 58 radio station. So let's go uh, and get right into things here. You know, I mentioned the Free State Project. I mentioned being appreciative of all of the wonderful people that have moved here to New Hampshire and of all the people that are planning uh, to make the move to New Hampshire. Coming up in 2010, there's going to be a, a caravan, a whole caravan of people coming from California, driving across the country to come here and, and make their move and literally pick up their lives and move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And, of course, it's a movement that is encouraging thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people to gather together in the same place. And inevitably, it's something that comes up a lot on this show because... Well, they're sponsors. Yeah, they're sponsors, and we're signers. We're signers before before they were sponsors. sponsors. We were promoting them before they were paying for promotion. Yes, and we are their most successful means of promotion, and we are definitely except for word of mouth. We're uh, close, but not quite there. Sure, but but we're definitely you know zealous advocates for the Free State Project, and uh, And that bugs some people. Well, yeah, this is uh, from Gene, the Christian anarchist, who is a free stater. Yes, he is. But you know, this is advice. I don't think this is uh, is, as much you know. Unsolicited Riping. advice. Right. It's unsolicited advice. And we, we advocate unsolicited advice around here. If you have that, sure. you know, send it in. Email it and to us. I may be nice when I respond to you, and I may not. You may not get a response. And you may Don't not. feel bad. So he, we get a lot of emails. Uh, yep. He says, um, you know, I just read this little, little front part here so that you can feel the appreciation. I see how Ian loves to pick on you on the air and the way that you battle back. Makes for good radio. I see how he loves it when I call in and pick on you and he gives you... Gives me lots of airtime, but when I call to pick on him, he tends to cut me off a heck of a lot earlier. <laughs> in his show, it's his I show. I understand. That. I'm happy to get in there as much as I do. I do um, to do my little up. part about uh, educating people about liberty. Yeah, he's, he's buttering you up. All right, <laughs> we're coming back. He's with just more. right that you're a jerk. We'll see what Gene has to say here in a moment, and take your calls about what you want. This is Free Talk Live. In the late 21st century, the hardiest, most daring adventurers have begun to colonize the solar system where untold mineral riches await them. Jealous of their wealth and fearful of their freedom, the government of Earth is determined to extend their power to this new frontier by any means necessary. Escape from Terra, an illustrated science fiction saga from Big Head Press. Read it online at escapefromterra.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. If you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. This day after Thanksgiving, we're here live. We'll take your calls, as we always will, about anything. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free on the site, so enjoy those on us. And those features, by the way, include archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download. They're right there on the front page of the website. Free for you. Those other talk show hosts, they want to charge you for accessing their websites. Ours is free at freetalklive.com. Now, are you interested in journalism and passionate about liberty? Are you of college age? Well, if you are, you can learn about print, broadcast, or investigative journalism by interning at a newspaper, media network, or state policy organization. The program includes a week-long career workshop, a stipend, and housing assistance. You can receive... Stipend. Darn it. Can you? Is it? Is there an alternate alternate one? Not for that, that I could one? really find. I think Damn you're just nuts. It. Stipend. 
Anyway, receive mentoring and job search assistance during and after your internship. Placements available now for the summertime and fall. You can get into summer placement if you get in uh, at libertarianinternships.com by January 31st. That's libertarianinternships.com. As we continue with the email from Gene the Christian Anarchist, uh, what is it he has to say here tonight, Mark? Well, a little it, critique? A little, little critique for uh, you, you basically. No, no this is for both of us. All right. All right. Um, he goes on. I think you guys need to back off a bit on the Free State Project, though. Usually you guys are very appropriate on that subject. And, you know, I, I think we have backed off to some extent on our avocation of the Free State Project as the only solution for liberty in our lifetimes. However... It's the best solution, in my opinion. In my opinion, it is the best solution. I don't see another one that has any has much merit. Um, You're right. I think we did say it was the only solution in the past, but I think it's the best solution. I don't know that we've said only or best. And I don't know I, either. I, I couldn't tell you one way or the like other. We might have. But um, you know, like <laughs> I suppose I can travel to um, you know, the next town over by going towards the next town, or I can travel all the way around the world to get there. So um, by saying that it's the only, I think you're still saying that it's the best, right? Like the only route from here to there is that road that takes us, takes you from here to there. It's not true, right? Like you could get in a plane, fly all the way around yeah. the world and get, get there. Um, I think it's different. That though. route stinks. I think saying it's the best is not quite as firm as saying it's the only one because there could be a better one. Like a, a better one could pop up any old time. But and I, we could say, wow, we made a real mistake moving here to New Hampshire. We should have moved to wherever or do whatever the, you know, the other, the new best solution is. Well, um, the, but we basically, and I, I basically said, and I, I still really, I'm not too far from feeling this way, um, that, you know, you ought to just give up on liberty if you're not going to move to New Hampshire. You know, you ought to shut up and quit bothering your friends who don't believe in liberty about liberty because they don't care. Are you? I don't agree with that. I think that you should. Con- if you love liberty, you should continue working toward it. So I think that, it's pretty much futile. So that um, you can then find out that it's really find out, um, you know, full fledged that it's futile, and then you'll uh, make the decision to move the Free State Project. It would. Hey, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, right, Mark. Because if I hadn't have worked so hard down in Florida, where I come from, in a, in an attempt to achieve some semblance of more freedom than I would not have perhaps been as acquainted with the failures of the political system and the frustrations that uh, that I, ex- I experienced, I would not have experienced, and so therefore coming across the Free State Project message wouldn't have really been as, uh, well, as sexy for me, but because let me, I had, wouldn't have failed. Let me finish with uh, Gene's email, and then maybe we can talk about this a little further. All right. Now, usually you guys are pretty appropriate on the subject, but Saturday you went into a 10-minute rant about how everyone else on the planet is wasting their time on liberty issues unless they're part of the Free State Project. I like the Free State Project, too. I'm signed up. This is Gene the Christian Anarchist. I think that it's one of the best programs around, but it's hardly the holy grail. If you keep bashing people who either cannot participate or choose not to participate, you alienate them. Soon they will get tired of listening. I'm concerned about uh, Free Talk Live growing, too. I remember when Ron Paul... Oh, he's referencing the guy that called in from Florida that was pretty frustrating to you in particular, Mark, mm-hmm. his, his attitude, where he was basically saying that he likes the idea of freedom, but he's not really willing to... Yeah, I'm not, I'm not picking up a move in New Hampshire. It's too cold. Right, it's cold, was his, was his <laughs> Shut excuse. Up. And you, you called him a sunshine patriot, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't if you use those terms, but hey, uh, the guys that fought for freedom way back in the day were doing it without shoes in the cold. You yeah, know, they were Valley Forge, dying in, in the woods, uh, freezing to death. So we've got heat. It's pretty cushy up here. 
the jail isn't like they would have been, you know, they, you actually just get put in jail for a little while if you, you know, do some civil disobedience. Right, and the vast majority of free staters have not been put in jail and have no intention of going to jail. Right, but I'm just saying those that have been put in jail, uh, you know, they're just in jail. They're not executed by the Redcoats. It's it's not quite as, as uh, dangerous or volatile of a situation as, as it was back then. He says, I remember... When, so that was what was frustrating to you. Was, right. I remember when Ron Paul started CampaignForLiberty.com, and Ian made some comments about it being nothing more than a blog and not a very good one at that. Yet now this Ron Paul thing has grown into possibly getting some real activity and well, auditing these crooks who are robbing us blind. Oh, he's talking about the audit the Fed bill. Yeah. Well, isn't it the case that that's been gutted? Uh, it's, well, you, you, you're you so ready to believe bad news. Um, th- this is politics, man. It's I like heard sausage that it's been making. It has so not bad. yet been changed. Th- I mean, it's not passed. I How- heard that it's been changed so bad that not even Ron Paul would vote for it now. Well, that that happened, okay? Okay. But that's not the only – it's just an amendment. That doesn't mean it's over, that the battle's yeah. lost. No, you're right. So, I mean, you know, who but knows But I don't expect happen. anything out of it. I don't expect much out of it either. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I hope that they pass something, but I... So know. he's blaming me for being cynical. So because Gene the Christian anarchist is still, I guess, for whatever reason, even though he calls himself an anarchist, very excited about the prospect of the end the Fed bill... Are you me, saying the that the, camp- the, the campaign for liberty wasn't successful, hasn't been successful in spreading the ideas of liberty? Did I say that? No. No, I didn't say that. I was well, talking about the, audit, the Fed bill. He's saying that it's um, that you know that there's some real stuff happening around it. He was and saying he gave the one audit, example. The, he was talking about the audit the Fed bill, which said, is. Which shall I read this to you again? He's, yeah, go he's right using ahead, it please. as one example of how it has gotten real traction. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was Ron Paul that put that forth, not the Campaign for Liberty. The Campaign for Liberty is promoting the audit the Fed bill, as are a number of other organizations around the country. So whoopie do. <laughs> I I don't understand where you're coming from on this. Um, because of the activity around Ron Paul is likely the reason that the audit the Fed bill has gotten the traction that it has gotten. And mm-hmm. there's there is a lot of activity around uh, the campaign for liberty. And I think that they're having some success. I mean, admittedly, it's which a certain, successes a certain amount of water to, spreading the word. Isn't that what uh, isn't that what the activists here in New Hampshire are doing at this point? Spreading the word. Oh, OK, so, yeah, if, if that's what they're doing, then that's fine. OK. I mean, you know, I, he made it sound like there was some sort of political success attached to the campaign for liberty, and I've not, I've not seen that. I, as far as I'm concerned, getting a majority of the members of the House to uh, co- co-sponsor a bill to audit the Fed is a success. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it hasn't changed anything. Show, yeah, right. Show state. me when they reduce the size of government. Well, Let me know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm waiting for that one. I'm for that too. Yeah. But um, you know, what what can I say? I think that you know, he's making a salient point. Yeah, well, Mark, I mean, there are a lot of organizations out there that support the ideas of freedom or to a lesser extent or a larger extent than some others. I mean, there's the Libertarian Party that has brought some people into the ideas of freedom. Now it's been corrupted. Uh, The message has been poisoned. And I don't know if it's even valuable having that particular organization around anymore. I don't know uh, where the Campaign for Liberty is at today. All I ever do is get uh, money requests from those people. So... It just seems to me to be yet another kind of liberty-oriented, let's-change-politics-at-a-national-level organization. Maybe they are bringing people to liberty. That's great if that's the case, but don't expect me to get excited about yet another There's national a phenomenon, organization. Though. I mean, they, they, they are what the result of the Ron Paul phenomenon was. More coming up here at 800-259-9231. That's Free Talk Live. Bring it anything. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. 
HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL as in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. And tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Features including the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. WIKI.freetalklive.com gets you to it. That's wiki.freetalklive.com. Are you thinking about starting a business? Here's a word of the wise. Incorporate at LegalZoom.com. Incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that could wipe you out. And LegalZoom.com is fast and easy. It's also really, really inexpensive compared to going to a lawyer and getting incorporated in that fashion. They, they do all kinds of legal documents, including patents, wills, trademarks. They, of course, do the incorporation and LLCs. Use code FTL to save $10 off of your order. It's LegalZoom.com. As we continue here, uh, we're going to get to the remainder of Gene's email. How much more is there? Very little. Okay. We'll just go ahead and do that. We do need to get to some phone calls here about whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. So Gene is uh, basically saying, hey, you guys need to lay off this whole heavy-duty promotion of the Free State Project as though it's the best option for liberty. There are I a lot of other good options. that he was after. Okay. I mean, that's that's the impression I'm getting from the email. Well, what happened was he heard us talk to a guy last week on the Saturday show who was basically talking a good game about freedom. But when we proposed the idea of moving for freedom, he said, oh, it's too cold. And, you you know, you jumped on him for that, Mark. But I think he deserves it. I mean, don't 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 act like you can accomplish something significant where you are. It's not very likely if you're in Florida. It's just not very likely that anything's going to happen in the direction of more freedom. I mean, the libertarians aren't going to start winning out of nowhere. They haven't ever won anything down there. The Republicans have done nothing for freedom in Florida. Right. Well, Republicans are winning in Florida and therefore have no reason to change what it is that they're doing. What they're doing is successful. So, yeah. the, and what they're doing is also has nothing to do with liberty. So, exactly. You know why is it that uh, you you think that Republicans are going to be the, the you know saviors? But then he's also saying that he thinks there are these other things that that are very exciting out there, like the campaign for liberty and and I was looking at their website uh, over the break and uh, pulled up some statistics on it and it's a very popular website. It it seems they've done a good job with bringing people to it and exposing their uh, their ideas and exposing their their brand, if you will, and and getting people in the liberty movement uh, to rally around whatever it is that their their current little projects are. And I think that's great. You know, anything that brings people to liberty, I'm all in favor for, but don't expect me to get all excited and send them a bunch of money when all they're really trying to accomplish is change things in Washington, D.C. That just doesn't jazz me up, man. It doesn't jazz me up either. And, and I'm looking here at the, again, the Campaign for Liberty website, campaignforliberty.com. In fact, they're going to, I think they're going to be buying a banner ad with us here shortly on the show. So, I mean, I, I value them for what they do, but I just don't think it even comes close to the potential of what could happen when you actually get liberty-minded people together in the same place, which is the concept of the, the Free State Project. And there are some people that are involved in the Campaign for Liberty that I, that I like personally. And many, plenty of people that are involved in the Free State Project are involved with the Campaign for Liberty. Sure. 
Sure. So uh, so do whatever you want out there. I've never said that you shouldn't. You know, if you want to stay where you are and and go at it and do your best to uh, to advance liberty in your lifetime where you are, I wish you the best of luck and I hope that you'll call us when you have some success and tell us about it because I would love to talk about. It. I would love to see some sort of burgeoning liberty movement spring up elsewhere around the country and and start bragging about their successes. The folks in Phoenix are doing a pretty decent job of There's uh, a lot of work going on there. Uh, right, they're they're promoting themselves and so therefore they get attention. Good for them. And I acknowledge that they uh, that they exist. And I also would say that if they would do those same things up here, of course, a lot of the things they do down there, they wouldn't have to do up here. Like the uh, the Freedoms Phoenix people are out there doing the uh, the 4409 traffic camera, mm-hmm. red light camera. You don't have to do that here in New Hampshire. That one's already taken care of. It doesn't happen here. They don't have those, at least as I understand it. Right. Not in if, this we could, if we could get the guys from uh, Phoenix to pick up and move over here, it would be very, very dynamic. You take the dynamic um, you know, stuff that's going on here and then add them to it. I think yeah. that it would be you know, amazing. It'd be a coup. But, you know. It, it's it. We're going to have to be more successful here in New Hampshire for to to lure those guys in. That's all. That's Absolutely. the only reality of that. And that's what we're working on. Yep. So go ahead with the remainder of this. Okay. So um, he says such an audit. He's referring to the audit the Fed bill. Such an audit will do wonders in waking up the sheeple to the rape these men with guns are guilty of daily. Presuming it's done as Ron Paul intended and not gutted. So there are other things that uh, people can do um, and are doing within the sphere of influence, and those things are not pointless. I know um, that we will not be in a position to move to New Hampshire for at least two years, and who knows um, what that situation will be then. Sorry to interrupt. Back to the auditing the Fed thing. I was thinking of something else on that. Uh, Let's presume it does go through as at least in most of the way that Ron Paul wants it to. So let's let's presume his original proposal stays intact and is not heavily modified to the point where it's completely useless. Gene uh, was talking about how people will get the word of this and it'll help wake the sheeple up. How many news editors are going to lead their newscast or even include in their newscast a snooze story about the Fed? How many? Because money's money Fed talk stuff is not really mm, leading news. I mean, for us in this li- in the liberty movement, it makes sense and it's exciting to us. And, wow, you know, they're going to audit the Fed. We're going to going to really show them what's for now. We're going to prove to the world that, that it's a big scam. We're going to show them that it's a fiat currency and they just print out as much as they want and uh, we're going to prove it. But if no one's paying attention, then did the audit really happen? You know, I mean, if it, if it comes out, the news comes out that the uh, the Fed has been audited and it hits the the liberty community. Well, that's great. They can cheer and pat themselves on the back. But if what Gene says doesn't actually happen, and that is the sheeple of America are still completely asleep as to the nature of the Fed and its scam, the scam that is the Fed, then what really has been accomplished? That's what I'd like to know. Yeah, yeah. I don't just know. me being cynical about the you know federal government. I yeah I'm with you. You know I just I just don't believe that there are any um, victories to be had on the national level other than garnering t- attention from people who have some interest in liberty and getting them to move to the Free State Project. I just don't see anything else being very darned effective. Um, you know I'm I'm for the in the Fed you know the the in the Fed bill the audit the Fed bill. I'm for all of these things. I'm <laughs> I'm for liberty for every man, woman, and child on the planet however i think that there are some paths that are more productive than others and i can only the only productive path path that i see the only productive path that i see to liberty and it's still kind of shaky right like the free state project isn't a guarantee t so there you are using that only term but i would no, say it's i mean the it's most the productive. only one really i'd say the, I'd most. Say the free state project is only iffy 
Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? And that's the only one, and it's iffy. That's how I feel. We plan to do a visit up there. He says he's coming up uh, maybe in the spring or summer and check out the possibilities, and I plan on visiting you guys there. And, of course, uh, since Gene's an amplifier, he'll be welcome to come sit in the studio and, um, you know, watch the show. But, um, you know, I I understand his critique, and maybe I went a little little hard on people in general when I was uh, trying to go basically after that one sunshine patriot that uh, called in on Saturday. But, you know, there you go. So that's that. We go to Bob, then, in Ohio, listening to WCER in Canton. Bob, you're on Free Talk Live. God bless and happy Thanksgiving to you, fellas. What's on your mind tonight, Bob? Well, a number of things, if I could run over them quick. First of all, did you guys take any uh, survey of how many people ran down from New York, New Jersey area when they were going to slam dunk all those people up there on taxes? Did you have a lot of influx of people there? Being a former Bostonian, I will say about New Hampshire. New Hampshire is one of the most beautiful states in the Union. So if Thanks. you can move to New Hampshire, that'd be a wonderful thing. And, and can you comment on that? I haven't the slightest clue as to how many people have exited New York and gone anywhere, but I know that people did. I, I remember hearing a, an, a, an anecdotal story about one guy who was paying $13,000 a day or something like that in taxes that decided to exit from New York because he couldn't handle on that anymore, and he wanted to keep that money and decide for himself how to spend or save or or give it away. He was making some good money if he uh, was making he was losing thirteen thousand yeah. dollars a day. To to where he went, I do not know, and I don't have those statistics. Yeah. Second of all, I I believe that anybody that can move to New Hampshire, they they'd enjoy it, and uh, that's a beautiful state and uh, lovely people. Thanks, Bob. I know you had something else you wanted to go over, so I'll bring it back here in a moment at 800, hang on, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Plus, it is Black Friday, so if you have any Black Friday-related stories you want to share with us, whether from the customer side of things or the, the retailer side of things, any insanity you want to tell us about, feel free to dial in on that as well. Anything goes. Free Talk Live. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Service restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, and if you like this show, we would like you to vote for us in the podcast awards. And you only need to do it for the next few days. So over the weekend, every single day, you can vote once at podcastawards.com for Free Talk Live in the political category. Just scroll down the page with the third category from the bottom on the right-hand side. Political category, select Free Talk Live, enter your name and uh, email info at the bottom of the page. And that's that. I mean, you might be email verified just to make sure you're a real-life human being, but otherwise, uh, that's your vote. And then you can do it tomorrow and the next day and the day after that, all the way through the 30th. So thank you to everybody who has voted for Free Talk Live, and thank you to you if you will vote today and continue to vote 
And even if you'll only have time to vote once for whatever reason, thank you for that, too. Uh, PodcastAwards.com. It's your votes that are going to allow us to defeat Rush Limbaugh. We can do it, but we need your help. At PodcastAwards.com, vote Free Talk Live in the political category. And Free Talk Live, by the way, is brought to you by Manchester Brewing, the purveyor of tonsil polish and spandex remover since the Norman Conquest. ManchesterBrewing.com. 800-259-9231. Back to Bob in... Ohio, listening to WCER. Bob, I think you said you had something else you wanted to touch on tonight, so go ahead. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I hope you fellas have the fortitude and the perseverance and the courage to take on the uh, John Holdrens. Who? And the uh, Maddo- uh, Maddox and, and who? the Sorsky. I don't know who George, you're talking George about. George Sorsky uh, people and, and the Al Gores. I hope you have the courage. Al Gore, that, makes, I, I, that name rings a bell, but who are the other three? Well, uh, John P. Holden, you don't know who that is? Sorry, no. No, oh, okay. Well, he, he's connected with the Federal Reserve and the corporate board structure of the other tentacles of George Soros, okay, and uh, Treasury people and the Federal Reserve. And, and third of all, I hope you guys have... Wait, 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 hold on. Now, what are we supposed to do about this guy? I'm a little confused as to what you're asking me. Well, the lies and the spin that control the news media out there that are making you guys more popular every day. And there's plenty of room for other talk show hosts if they're honest and want to address the issues that national television doesn't want to address. See, I try not to, uh, as far as the Federal Reserve is concerned, we're clearly against the Federal Reserve on Free Talk Live. We understand the ideas of sound money, and the Federal Reserve ain't it. Uh, The idea of bringing gold or silver backing to currency or just, you know, opening up the the marketplace and allowing the free market or uh, the market to provide various different currency options and allowing the market to decide what's the best, I think that would be the ideal situation. So I don't have to know who the chairman of the Federal Reserve or whoever the hell John Holdren is, or whatever the various different board members are, the, the the individual bureaucrats that run these organizations are of no consequence to me. So that's why I don't know those names. The CFR, Trilateral Commu- uh, Commission, in the United Nations, uh, trying to rob you of your freedoms and your constitutional rights, the United Nations, the Trilateral Commission. Are you familiar? Are you making a point I, there? I heard the term, yeah. that yeah, uh, the point. Trilateral Commission. I mean, I... I, I I don't know whether the, the you know I don't know anything about them the other than they I'm, exist and and it doesn't sound like anything good's coming well, from it if if they do exist. The people that are what, Bob, hold on. The people that are robbing me that I'm most concerned with are calling themselves the city of Keene and the state of New Hampshire. The federal government is a danger for certain, but they're not as close to me and they're not as uh, as dangerous because I can easier avoid their taxation than I can uh, the local gangsters. So I'm not not so much concerned with all those folks. And what am I supposed to do about the CF? and the Trilateral Commission anyway. Well, what we need to do is uh, demand that Mr. Barry Sotero uh, provide all information from his birth and birth records. Who is that? uh, Barry Sotero, uh, our uh, unduly elected president, Mr. Obama. Is that his real name His real name is Barry Sotero? Yeah. (laughs) So it's quite an allegation. We demand that he provide all... He had duality passports. So you one of these birther types, huh? Yeah. What does it What does it matter if he was born somewhere else? 
Well, because he's not allowed to even run for president, you have to be born. What do you think? They follow their own rules in in the in Washington D.C. What what makes you think that? Wait, hold on, Bob. What makes you think that even if you could make them, let's let's say that what you're claiming is right, and that this guy Barack Obama was born in a different country, you know, different political designation, uh, different imaginary. political de- designation uh, placed upon a plot of land. Let's say he was born elsewhere and uh, that you managed to get what you want. That that means that all of a sudden the election has been invalidated and he is booted out of office and uh, presumably Joe Biden uh, would, would then take his place. What have well, you really accomplished? Well, I'm looking for criminal charges of bribery and uh, other charges. What will Not that accomplish? Pardon? Okay, let's say you bring him up on criminal charges, and you let's say you even convict him, and he goes to jail. What will that accomplish? That will put a little fear into God into the professional uh, bureaucracy down in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. That will crack the wall, the Berlin Wall we have down there uh, hooked up with so, the corporate lobbyists. And the professional congressmen that make a lifetime of robbing the U.S. people. But those professional congressmen, I mean, if you look in the last couple of years, there's been a few of them, and including senators, too, um, that have been brought down. And I don't know that the fear of God has been put in any of those uh, those thieves and miscreants that uh, make their living by uh, pilfering our money. I, I, well, if they didn't go to federal golf courses and get the judges... Uh, to give them federal golf courses and spa hangouts if they put them in hardcore prisons like out there in Arizona, some real old prisons where they didn't have spa and golf courses. Do you realize, Bob, what you're calling for? I mean, what you're saying is... Revolution. It uh, just sounds to me like you want to tweak the federal government a little bit. Yeah, it just bit. sounds like it doesn't, you're well, not revolving I anything. I, I think they've been tweaking us for the last 20, 30 years. How about you just stop agreed. going along with it? I mean, why not just instead of instead of trying to advocate for – I mean, this is what you're advocating for, Bob. You're advocating that the justice system, so-called, the judicial branch of the government, all of a sudden whip itself into shape and start holding the other branches accountable for their actions. And it never has and it uh, it never will to any significant extent. There are the occasional things that they'll do to kind of try to show the, the world that, hey, this system still works. Look, we made the right decision here. Uh, but in many other cases, like the Kelo decision out of New London, they just uh, clearly make it crystal still clear that they aren't interested in what their constitution says, that they're totally interested in arbitrary control and power and uh, aggregating more power to themselves and their buddies in the other branches. And you so, want to I mean, stop that, correct? You're calling... Oh, yes. Of course, of course. But of course. what you're calling for is not very ever likely to happen because all of the incentives are stacked against what you want. So it seems to me that what you're advocating is completely futile. What would be more realistic is instead of hoping or... Uh, or you know, cajoling these people into behaving correctly, that you just stop supporting them with your money and your consent. Well, our money uh, does is is our vote. When we stop with the people that are perpetrating uh, chips, RFID chips, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, like at Walmart and other stores, uh, Texas Instruments and a number. Walmart of doesn't companies. put RFID chips in your body. They, they put them the in products. In, they were instrumental in getting barcodes and pushing money. Thank 
goddess they got barcodes on products because it makes it easy for people to get rung up at the uh, <laughs> the cash register. And RFID is not dangerous when it's not implanted in you or in your identification cards or something like that. Walmart well, uses RFID to tell you to tell its stockroom uh, clerks how many pallets or how many uh, boxes of Polaroids there are on a pallet. Well, uh, that's it's already admitted by many large people ahead of the government and United Nations. They want a one-world government. You don't want that, do you, Of fellas? course not. I don't want any government. Thank you, Bob, for the call. appreciate hearing Thank from you. you. 800-259-9231. Because I know I don't want a coercive government, I don't want this violent monopoly, I also know that there's nothing I can do that is going to change their behavior. There's nothing I can do as little Ian Freeman on his uh, talk show to make the people in Washington, D.C. all of a sudden stop uh, going along with the same old things they've always done. And that is responding to the, you know, the corporations and the lobbyists and aggregating more power to themselves, increasing taxation, increasing the size, the scope and the, uh, the strength and the intrusiveness of government. That's what they do, man. And there's nothing that I can do to affect that beyond telling them, go to hell. I'm not participating with this anymore. Anymore. I don't see you as legitimate, and I'm going to encourage other people to not see you as legitimate anymore. I'm going to encourage them to laugh at you, and I'm going to encourage them to ignore you, and I'm going to encourage them to encourage others, because that's something we can control. We can control ourselves and what our role is in all this. But if you think that you can make the judicial branch hold somebody else in government accountable at the federal level, you're dreaming. Well, if you need uh, you know people to do it with you, what you're proposing, you can just go to but is the We the People organization at uh, GiveMeLiberty.org, and uh, they can you can sign up on a list that uh, you know for a lawsuit that says you're going to withhold your money until they answer some questions. Toll free number here is 800-259-9231. I don't want their answers. I mean, I, I'm with you there. For those people that want that, good, go for it. I don't want their answers. I don't care what their answers are. They're violent, and I oppose them. It's Free Talk Live. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has a free handgun and five days of firearms training waiting for you. That's right. You can attend five days of world-class gun training at Front Sight Firearms Training Institute and secure a 30-state concealed weapon permit, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Now is the time you and your family need to be armed and trained to levels that exceed law enforcement and military standards. Front Sight provides such training with Without any boot camp mentality or drill instructor attitudes. And the Millionaire Patriot is paying his own money to help you get it. This is real. Thousands have already taken advantage of it, and you should too. Don't miss out. Secure a front sight defensive handgun course plus 30 state concealed weapon permit for pennies on the dollar. And get your free handgun. Go to frontsight.com today. That's F R O N T S I G H T.com. Go to frontsight.com for your training and free handgun. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. As we launch here into the second hour of the program, coming up, we're going to tell you about a little school disobedience, actually a lot of school oriented disobedience and marks you've you've got that story for us involving 1500 students we'll get to that but your calls are the primary element of the show you can take control of the airwaves and bring up whatever you want bill is on the line in kentucky to start things out here this hour bill you're on free talk live with ian and mark hey guys thanks for taking the call thank you bill Go um, ahead. um 
Well, just as I have predicted to the people around me with the uh, the holiday shopping, there were uh, at least two people arrested today uh, fighting over a uh, store item, and then they had a couple local show, uh, news stories here, and I'm sure they did uh, any other small town, just the people showing how proud they are that they slept outside on the sidewalk were in tents, you know, to get the latest items, and... Uh, you know, as I've been saying to people, it, I connect it back to the idea of freedom because people are willing to stand outside all night or sleep out on the sidewalk all night to get, you know, a PlayStation. But you know, it's like, hey, uh, while you're in the store, you know, they you lost some more of your rights. Yeah, yeah, but look what I got for ten bucks. Mm. And so, you know, so it's just, and I, like I said, as I predicted, people even went to the extent to get arrested, you know, for. Uh, I'm not sure what it was, you know, video game or something, but they can't get arrested for, you know, or even write a letter, you know, about their rights. So, just, just that's a great to, uh, observation, I have to say. Maybe Bill. they feel, uh, you know, that writing a letter to their Congress critter is futile. I mean, I generally do. <laughs> I'm saying I, I write them uh, probably on a weekly or more basis because I'm a member of Downsize DC at downsizedc.org, and they send, you know, some email telling us about some new terrible thing that the the the, uh, the Congress critters are doing. And I'll write stuff, and they seem to be successful now and then, but I, you know, it, it just seems like the rights still slip away and slip away. Well, well, and I would agree there too, but but it's just the premise of they're not doing anything at all. Yeah. To yep. do with their freedom, but but they'll you know they'll practically kill somebody, and and or sometimes you know people have been killed, you know, so they can get a PlayStation or a you know or a stereo or something. So it's definitely some very very backwards priorities that people have, but it's it's also understandable. I mean, they don't feel like they can fight city hall. They don't feel I mean, when you talk to people about doing things that might possibly come to uh, you know to lead us to more liberty, uh it usually involves some sort of risk. It usually involves conflict uh with the that some things that could involve conflict with the government people because if you don't go along with their demands and their diktats, they may indeed send men with guns after you to do something nasty to you. And so and people have seen the stories over the years about people that have tried to kind of buck the system to some extent and what the system does you know the system crushes uh dissenters the system hurts people that don't go along with the program and who wants to be hurt when they could stay home and play the playstation i mean i i don't i don't blame them do you well I, yeah, that is a fair perspective but it is still frustrating for somebody who cares about that stuff yes and, yeah yeah which is why uh within the next six weeks i hope to be uh Making a uh, a survey visit to uh, the Keene area to kind of scope some things out and see what you know what I'm going to be uh, landing in. Excellent. Into. So, I did the same thing. Uh, you scoped it well, out. That's where I'll yeah. be heading. When you actually, I saw your house before you did. Really? <laughs> I don't even remember that. <laughs> yeah, that, well, I think that's, that's a great all idea. I have for tonight. Thank, thank so, uh, you. Have a good evening. Guys. Thank you, Bill. I appreciate that. That's great. I was about to ask Bill. Well, when are you moving to New Hampshire? If you're so frustrated, and sure enough, he's making plans. Feel his frustration. So that's that's great, and that is what you need to do if you are like Bill is, and you're looking around you, and all you're seeing are people that are obsessed with the bread and circuses, people that are, you know, they could tell you what Angelina Jolie is doing and how many babies she has uh, has adopted, but they couldn't tell you anything about, you know, anything important. As far as the issues are concerned, or liberty, they don't even know what liberty is. They think they're free because they can buy tabloids and 
Uh, they can, uh, you know, access the Internet or watch television at nighttime, crack open a beer. Well, you know, they're, maybe they're not the best prospects. Maybe you need to get around other people that are already of like mind. Maybe if we get enough people together in the same place that are of a similar mindset, and I can tell you that the free staters are not all exactly the same. There are some very wide differences between Absolutely. them and their, and their viewpoints and their you know, things they like to spend their free time on and stuff like that. But if we can get people together in the gen- with the general same mindset of more liberty, less coercive government – then there, I think, will be some amazing things that will start to happen. I think we've already seen some amazing things happen. Like, for instance, just uh, here recently, there were two months' worth of people smoking cannabis openly in a public park. That's never happened before in the liberty movement uh, on a, any, any scale that I've ever known about. So we're having civil disobedience occur. We're having non-cooperation go on. Pol- politics uh, in the political world, there are things being accomplished that I've never even imagined possible happening right. uh, here. As far as accomplishments go, politics takes a much longer period of time. But however, they're getting people elected. I mean, how many, how many libertarian types, li- liberty-oriented people are getting elected where you live? Well, that, what's more interesting to me is some of the things that the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance has been doing with reading every single piece of legislation and and grading them on uh, how liberty-oriented they are. Would, that, would there be a point to reading the legislation and grading them if there was nobody who was in office that even cared about liberty? I mean, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance grades these politicians on uh, at the end of the year, too, and we have 23 uh, members of the House, and I don't know how many Senate, that are A-plus members and, you know, probably close to 100 that are, uh, you know, in the A's and B-plus area, which are, is pretty good. Yeah. But would, it, would there really be any point probably if you not. were uh, you know, in New York State nah, <laughs> rating the politicians uh, and reading how, their bills? I mean, can you imagine reading all the legislation in New York State? It's probably awful. Uh, I know. I mean, I, it's I, bad I, enough here, no, no doubt. But but here, the New Hampshire Liberty, Liberty Alliance has enough volunteers to where they can parcel out the legislation and then give everybody at least a, a manageable task. And of course, as more people come here, they'll get more people involved, and more organizations will be uh, be started, and all kinds of neat things will happen when you start gathering people together. Because well, numbers matter. <laughs> That's a fact. Yep. So 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything as we go to stories about some civil disobedience, because I am a fan. I think that civil disobedience is very powerful. It gets people talking about issues in ways that uh, it can bring an issue to the forefront that otherwise never would have been, simply because it wasn't being made, you know, no political hay was being made out of it for any particular reason. So somebody does some civil disobedience, all of a sudden it starts getting attention. And we'll start, and they're both school-related stories. I've got one, and then Mark, you're going to share one that has to do with 1,500 people. In my story, it only has to do with one, a 12-year-old. Saratoga Springs, 7th grader Adam Marino is getting a first-hand lesson in civil disobedience. The 12-year-old and his mother, Jeanette Cato, uh, Jeanette Cato Marino, are defying Saratoga Springs school policy by biking to Maple Avenue Middle School on Route 9. Now, wherever, uh, Saratoga, that's New York, right? Yes. Saratoga Springs. Uh, the Jackson Street residents pedal more than four miles together each way to the middle school on nice days, despite being told not to by school officials and the police. Ms. Marino sure. said recently, I guess you can say we continue to do what we feel is our right. We strongly feel that we have the right to get to school by a mode of transportation that we deem appropriate. I can't disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. I, 
Can you believe that the school has no. said you may not bike to school? You may not. And also, there's a prohibition on walking to school. It's hard <laughs> to believe. I mean, I, I could hardly believe, but, you know, I, I, I know what these people do and I know what they're like. Their methods may be unconventional, but the Marinos are part of a growing number of Americans challenging the sedentary habits of today's youths and what they view as youths. over what they view as over anxious helicopter parenting. As fewer children walk and bike to school nationwide, parents have started groups like the Walking School Bus, which promotes physical activity and fitness in youth by having them walk to school with adults. Sounds healthy. Sounds positive. Yeah. Sounds great. Uh, parents and teachers at the at an elementary school in the area have implemented the state's first walking school bus program. However, in Saratoga Springs, in their middle school, it's banned. Now, riding his 21-speed giant mountain bike to school benefits his health, Adam's health, and the environment, says his mom. And Adam believes it makes him a better student. It would be really nice if it got changed, he said, of the school policy. But in the meantime, he's going to continue violating it. And uh, we'll tell you what happened the first day that they showed up at school this year on their bikes. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. I mean, after all, this is, you know, they're serious about this prohibited activity that they're engaging in. What did they do? It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Toll House Refrigerated Cookie Dough. There are a million reasons to bake with Toll House. Find yours at VeryBestBaking.com. Whether it's sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving or burgers on the 4th of July, kids associate certain foods with certain occasions. Family traditions are important to them, so when planning your holiday or birthday menu, keep in mind what they like most and invite the kids to cook up a new food tradition. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Again, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We'll give you all the features there for free, and they include the updates. Get signed up, and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Just go to updates.freetalklive.com and get on the list free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. And if you want to eliminate those uh, extra trips from the car to the house to carry in the groceries, you can uh, go to totasac.com. That's T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. And I've been using them, and Ian's been using them. They're they're just ingenious little carrying handle recycled material made here in the U.S. things. I I love mine. Um, you can go to totasac.com today and buy two family packs, and you can drop ship one for free anywhere you want in the United States. It's totasac, T-O-T-A-S-A-K.com. So we're telling you a brief story here, and we're going to get right back into your calls, but it's uh, civil disobedience, and I love it. A 12-year-old is engaging in it. 12-year-old with his mom, uh, both engaging in civil disobedience together as they're riding their bicycles to school. That's right. In Saratoga Springs, New York, it is a it is apparently, um, I don't know if it's illegal, but it's certainly against their policy. They're saying that it will not be tolerated. They say that riding bikes or walking to school will not be tolerated. At the start of the school year, and this is, by the way, from timesunion.com, at the start of the school in September, Cato Marino, that's the mom, thought she had a nonverbal agreement with school officials to allow her son to ride his bike until a new policy was resolved. What is a nonverbal agreement? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good question. Nonverbal would, would mean they uh, wrote it? something written. Maybe they, they meant verbal. Winked? And the, the, people make mistakes in journalism. But anyway... Uh, 
that what she was saying here is that she went through the whatever process, she challenged the policy, she asked the school board to change it, the district charged a committee to review the rule, which was instituted back in 1994. And uh, the biking debate actually started last spring when school district officials told Ms. Marino that Adam was violating school rules by biking to class and walking to the school is also not permitted. So so he started this last school year. They contacted mom and said, this is you can't be doing this. You can't be allowing your son to ride his bike to school. It, it, this almost sounds like a joke article, right? I mean, it's this is a real story. Uh, and so she then went through whatever school board process there is. She went and attended the meetings, and she brought it up, and they said they would look into it. And I guess she presumed, or maybe somebody gave her the uh, the, the presumption, or they, they gave her a reason to presume that now that she had gotten the ball rolling on changing that policy, that therefore it would be okay for Adam to, uh, to come to school on bike. And so at the very beginning of the year, the night before classes started, school authorities called parents to say that walking and biking to school would not be tolerated. When the pair stuck with their plan, they were met by school administrators and a state trooper who emphasized that biking was prohibited. But they kept doing it. It wow. didn't stop them. They continue to this day to bike to school, and nothing has been done. Thank goodness. They trotted out a state trooper for this, right? That's what I wanted I to mean, point out. This yeah. has got to be really tough on a guy's psyche. I'm, I'm going to assume that the state trooper is male. You know, it's it's clearly a sexist assumption, but um, you know, it's, are good. It's got to be rough for that guy saying, you know, oh yeah, it's my job today to keep a kid and his mom from riding their bikes to school. I'm a big, tough state trooper enforcing the law. I mean, God, how rough it must be, you know? Yeah, so that's that's really what I wanted to point out about this, was uh, how heroic these people are, because it's just mom and her son, right? I mean, they don't have a huge activist network backing them up or anything like that, but in the face of a towering, intimidating state trooper who likely is armed with a taser, a baton, and uh, a pair of handcuffs and a firearm, they decided to basically thumb their noses at him and say, whatever, we're going to keep doing it, so screw you. And good for them. And this is exactly what I am talking about when I mention on this show that people should dip their toes into the water of civil disobedience. I'm not saying you got to go to the wall and stop paying property taxes right off the bat, but try saying no when the government people say you must do this and you must do that or you must not do this and you must not do that. Try saying, tell you what, I'm not hurting anybody, so I'll do what I want. I'm not going to follow your diktats. I'm not going to follow, uh, be obedient to your arbitrary demands. And my son and I are going to be back here tomorrow on our bicycles. Good for them. And whether the policy changes or not, it doesn't matter. Same thing as what happened here in uh, in Keene with the, the marijuana smoking. Sure, the, mar- the daily marijuana smokeouts didn't get the law changed right yet uh, right away, but... They did effectively nullify the law in that particular uh, vicinity in the same way that this uh, mom and her son have not necessarily changed the school board policy right away. It may change down the line. You know how these things go. They take forever to get anything done through the political system. So they didn't wait, though. They didn't just beg. They didn't just go to the school board and please, please, please let my son ride his bike. We just want him to be healthy. Please, masters, let him ride it. They didn't just do that. They just went out 
and did it. And they oh. even ignored the threats of the, the man with the gun and continued to do it. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I suggest oh. people try some civil disobedience. I think this one in particular is a particularly good form of civil disobedience because it, it has all the elements that people can get behind. It's brilliant. It's absolutely ridiculous. The, uh, the, but yet they haven't changed the policy. The marijuana, I don't think it's fair to compare the marijuana uh, protests here in Keene to totally that because fair. it doesn't have all the ingredients that this one does. This one's wholesome. The marijuana protest isn't. And people can get behind mm-hmm. this one. They Just can't because get you behind don't think it's one. wholesome to smoke marijuana. I, I don't think that there's anybody... Uh, there, there are very few. There's a very small percentage of society that's going to say that mom and a, a son riding their bicycles to school is not wholesome. Um, there's a much larger percentage that's going to say a bunch of people who at 4:20 in the afternoon who appear not to have jobs or whatever smoking marijuana in Central Square doesn't whatever. have the same wholesomeness feel. If you want to wait around for the perfect civil disobedience, then I suggest you do that. But otherwise, if you are being told to do something by the state. I think that it's uh, entirely valid for you to say no. I think it's fine. Just uh, you know, consider that there are more effective and less effective forms of civil disobedience. This has been effective because they have not been arrested. They uh, they've been threatened. Yes, this is effective. And and that's why I wanted to share this with people to sh- to show them. You know, it doesn't have to be cannabis. Whatever your issue is, whatever it is. In this case, it's riding a bike. Stay firm. Stay strong. And stand up for what you believe in. Imagine what, it, what the state wanted to happen here. Was they wanted those two people, the son and, her, and uh, his mom, to see the state trooper and think, oh my God, what have we gotten into here? Yeah, let's absolutely go that's what they let's, wanted to do. Let's go home, son. We've made a mistake. But they didn't. And they're bluff. They, essentially, they called the state's bluff in this case. Yeah. And that's all it was. They never were going to arrest this boy. Maybe they wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't have surprised me if they actually did arrest <laughs> the boy and his mom. That's but in the this next case, step, right? What right. else is there? In this case, they didn't do it. And it's a wonderful success for, a, for a, a very small instance of civil disobedience that got some great press. And uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it inspired somebody else to ride their bike to school. I sure hope it did. Because a successful civil dis- disobedience can uh, can. Encourage other people to engage in civil disobedience and so on. So wanted to share that. 800-259-9231. Going back to your calls here. Coming up, you can dial in and bring up what you want. You can take control of the airwaves. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. And coming up, a much larger scale school-related civil disobedience. Mark, you're going to share that with us on the way here. You can take control. And this is Free Talk Live. 800-259-9231. Give me liberty or give me death. Patrick Henry uttered those words in 1775. He died just 24 years later. You can avoid his fate by subscribing to Liberty, the National Journal of Libertarian Opinion, News, Investigation, and Intellectual Exploration. Liberty isn't just current events. In every issue, you can expect to see reflections, reviews, and reporting that challenge the individual mind. Get Liberty now with a free trial issue at libertyunbound.com and avoid an untimely meeting with the Grim Reaper. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything if you dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show, a couple of different webcam feeds now. Plus, you can get the access to the Free Talk Live listen lines. It's all at listen.freetalklive.com. And it's all free. 
listen.freetalklive.com. Have you heard of the Millionaire Patriot? You should. He has five days of firearms training waiting for you, all for pennies on the dollar. Plus, if you act fast, the Millionaire Patriot will give you a free Springfield Armory XD pistol in the caliber of your choice. Go to FrontSight.com for your training and free gun. That's FrontSight.com. As we go to your phone calls about what you want, John is in the, uh, is on the line, rather. I suppose you could be in the lines in a way, but John, you're on Free Talk Live in California. Hey, great show as always, gentlemen. How what's, are you? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight, John? I wanted to talk about the Christian side hug from yesterday, which gave you all a great laugh and gave me a great laugh. Uh, the I Christian wish- side hug. Yeah, the uh, video that we played clips from all night long last night on our live Thanksgiving show, which essentially from some fundamentalist Christian group out in California, the TF, uh, TFH Church, they have a... Uh, they have a conference that they do on a yearly basis called the EG Conference. They were uh, they had a rap group, Christian rap group in there, and they were basically saying, "Hey, uh, you kids, you shouldn't be giving people front hugs. Jesus never did that. Uh, you need to side hug because you leave a little room for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, gotta leave room for the Holy Spirit. It was hilarious, and if you missed it, you can go to uh, download last night's show at freetalklive.com. But go ahead with your thoughts. Well, my my thoughts were just that I, I went and watched the video, and if I understood it correctly, it looked to me like they were just talking about that was the rules at the conference because they use lines like "If you do it, we won't be. We're not bluffing. We're not afraid to call your parents." It looked like it was a conference for kids, and these were just like the counselor types, and it was supposed to kind of be a joke. And I, you know, I'm not no, no, that's no, no, Christian. no. That was not a joke. The EG conference is a it's a real conference. It's for youth. It's basically for youth pastors and people that are kind of involved at a higher level for. Uh, for organizing kids in the Christian movement. And yes, it was a, a a rule for the conference. You would be kicked out of the conference if you were caught doing but that. But they made it pretty clear that romancing and, and you know, hugging and kissing is for marriage. Right. They, that's exactly right. The, one of the rappers during the rap said he was married, so it's all right for him to do those things, but you guys can't do them. And he even made the point that Jesus never front uh, gave anyone a front hug. So I mean, they were serious, dude. Uh, well, I I got the impression that it was just for the conference that they were talking about. No. Well, that's the only thing they can enforce it for. But right. I mean, if it's sinful at the conference, which was the terminology that they used, that's right. If it's sinful at the conference, how would it not be sinful elsewhere? Isn't God the same yesterday, today, and forever? Absolutely right. I think you just got the wrong impression. Not only did they call, uh, suggest that it was sinful. Why would they say that it's um, sinful at the conference? And you know, why would it just be sinful at that particular conference? Uh, well, hyperbole. I mean, they, you know, it's the Christian stuff. I mean, I went to all kinds of Christian camps growing up, and they uh, they would often try to use skits like that and make it funny and use that kind of language with whatever they were doing to try to, to get us to do whatever they wanted us to do. So it's a joke? Uh, so the side hug is a joke amongst them that they, they do understand that, that regular hugs are okay and not sinful? Well, that's the impression that I got, that in general, you know, maybe outside you could do it, but in here, no. this is the cool thing to do. And this is, well, that's the impression I could well be wrong. I, you know, the, the impression that it left me with is that uh, that they these people felt that uh, front hugs were sinful um, and that they, you know, they, although they weren't allowed at the conference that one, if it's sinful, one shouldn't do it anywhere. But specifically, don't hug our girls here. Well, and there's a couple other things like they didn't say there was nowhere where you could find the name of the group if it was like a legitimate rap group. Uh, and they, there's couple of things that made me, seem, made me feel like it was just about the, the conference. Really? Is, but, uh, uh, do, you, do you think a lot of Christian music's legitimate? 
Because I well, don't. The market, the market rewards it. We are fans of the free market, right? Well, if, if the market does reward it to some extent, but as I pointed out last night, I mean, are they living in opulence and palaces? Um, you know, I mean, maybe they can make their living by doing it, which is certainly more than most musicians can do. But, I, you know, what, what constitutes legitimacy, I suppose? Well, then, by your own standards, sir, your show's not legitimate, given the way you describe your lifestyle and the kind of car yeah, you drive, yeah, I right? Don't, I don't live in opulence, dude. I mean, you know, I, yeah. it, it, we are not major media. Well, then, is, is uh, Free Talk Live legitimate, Mark? Well, Free Talk Live's legitimate. Um, we are not stars. Right. So... Well, then, uh, yeah, I, I have to disagree firmly with you on this. I went and I looked in, because the first thing I thought was this has to be a joke. It's got to be a hoax or something like that. Uh, this video, the, uh, the the Christian side hug, and if you go to YouTube and look for side hug or Christian side hug, it will come up. Um, it's not a joke, uh, and why, and I agree with Mark, why would they forbid front hugging with statements like Jesus never gave a front hug uh, and and essentially say, hey, this is only for the weekend. I mean, that that doesn't make sense at all. And and why, would the they Christian... threaten, why would they threaten in well, their other... Look, Did you see their other rap video? Ten, look at four, four minutes and ten seconds into the video. The guys in the back give each other hugs. I don't think they really think it's immoral. I think they just really want to keep the kids separated. And, and I'm, I mean, I'm all with you about beating up on the Christians when they do stupid stuff. But I, I don't, I don't know if they were really that crazy in that particular case. I think they're okay. just trying to put a. Uh, they really wanted to keep the kids separated, keep them from stooping, and uh, they wanted to. This is like orientation. That's the impression I got. I found a post on the internet from a woman. I we didn't get a chance to read it last night, but from a woman who considers herself a Christian, who talks about how she gives people side hugs because it's you know it's wrong. And they said in the video, and I'll check this thing where you're saying that the uh, the guys were actually giving hugs. Uh, but it was two guys, and maybe they gave him a pass for that. I don't know. Uh, but uh, but uh, the the woman that that wrote this post was basically saying that it was sinful for her to do anything but uh, but give just a very brief side hug. Others say the side hug is too uh, too much; that uh, only a, a high five should be given. And, and this is all the, very serious, right? That's the point. It doesn't well, really matter if this rap group really believes it, and I think that many of them do. And it doesn't really matter if this group of Christians truly believes that, and I think many of them really do. What matters is that there's a group of Christians out there, at least a portion of the Christian population, that thinks that kids giving each other hugs is bad, because I'm sure they don't feel this way for adults. And those people advocate their children waiting until marriage to have sex. And when you advocate that, what I feel you do is you incentivize for a portion of the population to you know to, to get married so that they can then have sex and that that's a very bad reason to get married uh, we certainly we certainly agree there yep and, and and the people who do think that are nuts so well i think that I, I was thinking about it and a friend of mine from high school uh, a girl that i dated in high school briefly and a friend of mine from high school they got married and they i, I you know, it may be that these two kids were virgins. I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about them, but I think it, it could be. I know a little bit about them and, and the stuff I, a little bit I know that they could. And they're still married. And God bless these people. Yay! I'm glad that it was right for them. But I, I think that that is only right for a small percentage of pop, of the population, you know, currently here in America. And to advocate it for people that it might not be right for is only going to have dis disastrous results. I completely agree. 
Thanks, John, for the thoughts tonight. You, Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. As we continue here, we'll talk to Nick in Massachusetts. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Nick. Hi. I, I had a quick question. Um, this has sort of been uh, something I've been uh, juggling with. Um, the state is defined, at least by Max Weber, as a human community that successfully claims the monopoly of the legitimate use of physical force within a given territory. Sounds right. Um, yeah, and that's I, I think the same. Um, but uh, I'm I'm having difficulty of whether there's a real difference between the concept of state and the concept of government. Now I've heard the concept of government or the institution that is government is just an institution that enforces law, and it's not necessarily or doesn't necessarily have to be involuntary or um, or, or doesn't have to be coercive like the current government is. Uh, I'm just wondering what your thoughts on are on this. Not sure. Let's get into a semantic discussion in a moment. Hang on. 800-259-9231. The state government, is there a difference between the two? Is that basically the question? Yeah. Uh, you can bring up whatever you want. Also, Mark, you used the term legitimate earlier to describe the show, and legitimate is according to law and lawful for the number one definition. Actually, I asked if uh, Christian, uh, Christian music in general was legitimate. More coming up here. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation. Well, now we've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some very special rates on some of my favorite gold and silver pieces. The 20 franc has been made and trusted worldwide. They're about a fifth of an ounce of gold, easily carried on your person in case of emergencies, untracked by the government, of a size that one can do business with. Who would turn down a 100-year-old gold coin? Get them for $233 a piece. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same as it is for one coin as it is for 20. So try to get as many as you can at once. 877-857-9938, gold.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. The features... Include our chat room. It's open right now. It's open during uh, all the shows and any other time at chat.freetalklive.com. And it's free, of course, chat.freetalklive.com. As we continue here with Nick in Massachusetts, you're back on Free Talk Live. But before we get into uh, the definition of the state uh, versus government, I just want to talk about the the word legitimate briefly since we're talking about words here. And I I happen to think words are very important. It's important to make sure you know what you're saying and you, you pick the right words because, well, they have meaning. And, Mark, you use the term legitimate to describe Free Talk Live. You said that Free Talk Live is legitimate, but we are not f- uh, stars. Is that is that what you said, that we're not uh, celebrities? Something like that, yeah. Uh, the, le- the word legitimate's first definition is according to law or lawful. Second one, in accordance with established rules, principles, or standards. Yeah, we, we're standard in that we're a standard talk show, but we're certainly not necessarily the most lawful of talk shows. So, <laughs> And I, I was know. being mean to the, uh, the the Christian rock stars out there, too. And I suppose if you're making a living at it, it's fine. And if you're not making a living at it, it's fine. You know, play your music and everything. But I just, I, I think that, you know, using terminology like Christian rock star, it's, to me, it's it's like not a rock star, you know? So... But amongst the Christian community, you could be very well known. Hey, right, but what what... 
defines a rock star. I, I, you know, to me, by and large, a rock star Fame, is a person right? that lives a rock star lifestyle. You got to rip mm-hmm. out the ho- uh, the oh, walls of hotels. Awful. You gotta, um, you know, you gotta do drugs. You gotta have, uh, you know, uh, you know, what, what, hookers. What are those things? You that, can that, still that, be a star. Right. I understand that's the lifestyle market. But that's a rock star. Cliche, that's the cliched lifestyle. But you, you could be a star in that you can have attention drawn to you. You could be popular and, and not do those things. And you can have that inside a particular clique or inside a, a particular movement. Um, so from that perspective, you could be a Christian rock star amongst Christian people. If you talk to a bunch of Christians and you ask them, well, who's... Oh, what's the? I'm trying to think of a Christian rock band. Uh, There's the Striper one. It's the only one I I'm can having think a of. tough time. Striper. That's I've the, never even heard of them. I don't Stripers? know. Flyleaf is sort of a Christian metal band. Which one? Flyleaf. No, see, I, I'm not even so not in touch with the uh, the music scene. Anyway, Nick, you're with us. Uh, you'd called in yeah. about uh, it's a semantic issue, and can you recap what what it was? Um, I was just. I I was wondering, it always sort of bugs me. I always sort of say I'm against the state, but then I'm not against the voluntary government. And then I, I also say that I'm against the current government. So, I, I mean, I agree with Max Weber. There are also other uh, definitions of the state that I think are uh, important. But one that I have used in a publication that I do, Voluntarist Monthly, um, I use the state as a human community that successfully claims the monopoly of legitimate use of physical force within a given territory, which was used by Max Weber in politics as a vocation. Um, and then I've heard government is, is basically, from one of my uh, an anarchist friend on the web that I have, said that basically government is just an institution that enforces law, not necessarily has to be uh, coercive or violent or monopolistic as governments are today. This is um, a, basically a, a disagreement over semantics that Ian and I have on the show on a pretty regular basis. He says, I want to see no government, and I'm of the opinion that... I've modified that, Mark, to say I don't want to see a coercive government. You're uh, putting words in my mouth now. I don't feel that that's true. I feel that... I said it tonight on the show. I, I thought you also said tonight I want to see government. I want to see no government. I said no coercive government. I don't think that's what you said. Well, I'm certain I did because I made a point of saying that. All right, because you've been bitching about it. <laughs> so, uh, but but no, I see, see where you're both coming from on that. I think that the term state is has too many definitions. I think that when you're saying state, you could be talking about you know the group of people that is essentially acting as the government you could also be talking about a plot of land because a lot of people consider the state to be you know a, a plot of land that has arbitrary political down, uh, boundaries uh, placed upon state it of affairs uh, yeah it could be state of affairs as well sure uh with the term government i think that government can include and i'm i'm reluctant to uh, to agree with this because it never really has but i think it could yeah. include a some sort of a voluntary organization in that if I for whatever reason wanted to be governed by someone I could volunteer into that. But you that. do want to be governed by someone. I mean, you have fire insurance on your house. Part of the fire insurance rules are you're not allowed to burn the house down. Sure, but I don't consider that government because it's common sense. That makes sense. It's so just would, kind of so would laws under voluntary government, dude. So do well, so many of the laws that people are yeah. worried about that you would get rid of if you got rid of government. It's the it's the unreasonable ones that people are worried uh, that, that that you know people don't want to have, and and that you, you you could convince them to get rid of. When when I'm going to behave as I normally would, I wouldn't consider myself being governed. It's when I want to behave as I normally would, but, but there, I am prohibited. I am considering myself being governed. Okay, would you agree that there are people that have fire insurance that would like to set their house on fire and collect the payment? Uh sure. Okay, so those, those people, people need scam governing, right? 
do they need governing? Right. The idea of laws is that you should act within them and not act outside of them. I think so, so you wouldn't need governing at that point. But there are pe- the reason for laws is there are people that will act outside of them, so that's why we have them. I, I would say that those people need to be ostracized and they, or t- until they come to the conclusion that they, they should don't not need to scam get paid. people. That's all. They shouldn't they, scam people. Right, they just don't, you can burn your house down. You just need, don't need to get paid. That's yeah. all. People always out, uh, act outside of laws regardless of whether they're there or not anyways. It's, it's just hard for me to accept the idea of a voluntary government, though I will begrudgingly admit it may be possible. I've just given you examples. And you have not refuted them. You can't grudgingly admit it's possible when it's been shown to you. Yeah. It is true. You have seen the light. Hallelujah. Let's move on. I don't know if I've seen the light. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, anything else on your mind tonight, Nick? Um, did we address that appropriately? I, did you Did you address I mean, I, I suppose it's just uh, I, I, I always have trouble dealing with, with the concepts of government and uh, state, it's sort of like the concept of, of capitalism and socialism. There's, there's, different, there's status capitalism, status socialism, economic socialism, economic... Pl- I mean, there's just so many different definitions of so many different words. It's, it's hard to keep track of them. It's hard to properly... Like, two people will have trouble even agreeing on what capitalism is. Yes. Um, yeah. But, yeah, actually, I did uh, have something else in my mind, sort of. I was wondering uh, what, what exactly is the status of you guys and... Uh, and uh, the Liberty Forum, because I thought, like, uh, Ian said that he wasn't going or something. I will be there on Thursday and arriving late Saturday night. Um, I have to go to a talk radio conference in New York City, but Mark will be there the entire time, and as will, uh, I believe, Gardner Goldsmith will be out there. I'm pretty sure Julius... No, I don't think Gardner's going to be there at the... um... Gardner is not coming to the Liberty Forum? I thought that he had something else to do, didn't he? Okay, I I thought he was going to be there. check with Gardner. Well, anyway, it's my understanding that some of the co-hosts uh, will be there at the Liberty Forum. So, okay. there you have it. Thank uh, you, Nick, for the call. Appreciate hearing no from you. At and, Nick, uh, the, 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 the host that you agree with will be there. <laughs> I think Nick's a, uh, a total uh, a voluntarist. Yeah, but he so clearly understands what government means. Thank you, Nick, for the call. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, so... It just the term government has got a nasty connotation because it's always been associated with coercion, and I don't see why anyone would want to continue utilizing that particular term. I think mutual agreements are I, fine, and I don't know if I, I don't. It has a nasty connotation to you because you have been an anarchist for years. I'm not an anarchist. I'm a voluntarist. Okay. Please don't put words in my mouth. Uh, terribly sorry about the, uh, the, the the misuse of the the language there, um, but. The fact is, most people consider government good, so there is not. Do they? Is that true? Yes. I wonder about that. I believe it to be true. Because a lot of people want to get, from the uh, the statistics I've seen, most Americans want less of government. They so. want less government. However, they are the reason they want less and the reason they don't want no, because they probably could have that option on any poll, but they don't do it because it's so ludicrous. Um, the reason that they that don't ludicrous? have no Maybe. government... Because, no, I've just explained to you, people want government. There is governance inside your insurance policies, and you abide by it. Yeah, no, I uh, I just do my normal thing, and my normal thing does not need to be governed. So I don't, but I don't agree that there's any governance there. But if you were to do something there, outside of the policy that you have There would be consequences signed, for that, There would that, be consequences, sure. and that's all a law is, right? You violate it, there are consequences. Yeah, but they don't involve putting me in a jail cell. No, they involve, uh, you know, they involve sanctions um, inside the contract, which is fine. This it fits everything you want. You just don't want to accept it. You're just being hard-headed. 
Wait, wait, what do I not want to accept? You don't want to accept the word. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you I don't like it. I've, I've admitted that uh, it could be done voluntarily, so I don't know what else you want out of me, because I'm never going to embrace that word. I think it's awful. I think it has negative connotations. A lot of people feel the word gun has negative connotations. Are you going to stop calling a, a piece of metal that shoots a projectile a gun? Uh, that's not me, so I would not uh, adjust my vocabulary as a result of that. Anyway, anyway uh, as, a re- uh, as a result of the call we got earlier about the, uh, the Christian side hug rap video, we have reviewed the footage. And according to the caller, at 4 minutes and 10 seconds of the Christian side hug video, they actually, a couple of the rappers engage in a hug. And according to our review of the playback here, it does not look like a legitimate hug to me, a, 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 a true hug. It looks more like a, a rap pat of some sort. Uh, anyway, we can talk more about it. Hour three is coming up. You bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features there, and we give them all away. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for their websites, so see ours free. You'll see that we have more for free than they will charge you for. And it's all there for you at freetalklive.com. To your phone calls, we go to Gene, the Christian anarchist in Tennessee. Gene, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Driving around Seattle here. I had to go um, to pick up my wife's parents again. Remember, uh, six months ago, they went to China through Vancouver. And, of course, uh, the Canadian government, in their wisdom, says that uh, Gene, the Christian anarchist, is not fit to enter their country. So I had to wait on this side of the border while my wife uh, went across to pick up her parents. Now, Gene, can you refresh me? What was the reason that you were rejected from entering Canada? They simply asked me a bunch of snoopy questions about whether I was, uh, whether I've been sneaking into Canada. So I really don't understand the the, the suspicions that they had, but uh, so anyway, you, was it because you didn't answer their questions is why they said you can't come in or what? Oh, I definitely wouldn't answer their questions, Got it. and so they uh, they they decided that uh, they weren't going to let me in, but they well, did Jean, let my wife in. So this, but this Jean, time wait. I didn't even try. 
Gene, I, I, I've got some questions here. I personally have been kicked out of Canada, and in order to do that, they they took me and parked my vehicle over to the side kind of thing, and they locked me up for an evening, and then uh, in the nicest jail I've ever been in, I must say, um, very, very kind convicts, you know, they wanted to share cigarettes and their food. It was the weirdest thing. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I swear, I didn't understand it, having been in prison for nine years. I hadn't, it was the strangest, strangest experience. However, then they took a magistrate, and they kicked me out formally and basically said if you come back we will chop your head off or whatever the the terrible punishment that will um you know then result and they they you know sent me on my way they just kind of turned you around the border right yes they, so you haven't been kicked out me, you could come they back made if me you sign want. a statement saying that i was withdrawing my application to go to canada well I, of course i'd never made an application to go to canada mm-hmm. anyway but i didn't ask any questions i just signed their stupid paper and and left. But you could go if but you it, wanted to. I mean, what I'm saying is, is that you have not uh, violated any laws by, you know, trying to try again. He could go and be obedient and answer their questions, and they might. But they like, probably won't even ask the questions. The questions probably get asked to one in a thousand people. Uh, no, they were. They had some particular interest in in uh, in my my name, so I don't know exactly what it was all about. So this time you're back up there in the uh, the Seattle area, and you didn't even try to cross this time? No, I stayed on this side of the border. My wife crossed over to pick her parents up in Vancouver. But the interesting tri- twist this time was we my wife had forgotten to bring her passport and our son's passport. So they decided to cross the border without their passports and attempt to come back into the country because they really didn't have much other choice. So when they went through the Canadian side, the Canadian side said, well, sure, you can enter, uh, but you're probably going to get delayed when you come back across. Mm-hmm. And because they, you know, they're telling everybody now that you have to have a passport. To That's get right. Back in. So, but we found out today she came back through there, and she breezed right through uh, without a lot of difficulty. They did uh, have her pull aside when she went you know, they've got the little drive-up booth that you go through, and then mm-hmm. they ask you questions. And then uh, if you didn't answer all their questions right, they ask you to pull aside for a little more inspection. And when they did that, uh, you know, they pulled her aside, and she got a very friendly uh, immigration officer. He said, uh, asked her whether she had been using her passport this year, and she said, yeah, she had gone to China earlier in the year and also Europe. So she's, the guy said, okay, no problem. He went around into the back room, I guess, looked up her previous entry to the country on the computers and simply said, okay, you can go. So, hmm. so much for the rule that says you have to have a passport to get in and out of the uh, – or to get back in the country. Yep. And, I think and she, didn't even get, she didn't even get a lecture? Uh, yeah, they, they did say that she – should remember her passport, right? But but anyway, they um, they did allow her back in and our son without any serious difficulties. That, that seems to be about uh, the uh, the situation. We had a guy calling from down south at the southern border who was walking across the border uh, and had done it multiple times. And usually they would kind of just bring him aside for a little while and try to intimidate him a little bit and give him a lecture. And then they'd let them go. So, yeah, they're just basically trying to intimidate uh, people into getting them, but they're not actually – They're not. no one has faced that we've heard of any consequences for not having a passport beyond maybe a little more of their time being wasted. 
And the whole thing is just a dog and pony show anyway to get people to comply with all of their rules and regulations. Because if you look at the Canadian border, it's, it's as porous as a sieve. You, you can go across that border pretty much anywhere you want to without having to go through the authorities. Wait so a minute, wait a minute. You, the, wait, wait. You mean like on foot through the woods, right? Yeah, well, not even on the, uh, through the woods. They have places where there's a, a road on either side of the border and a little measly fence, and it, it wouldn't take much to climb over the thing. And I see. You could have a car on one side dropping you off and the car on the other side picking you up. It's just crazy well, to think that there's the even, border is secure. There are even roads. I mean, it's, the long, it's one of the longest borders in the world. There are even roads that cross over that don't have border sh- guard I couldn't shacks. find that. I mean, I'm sure well, they I exist. Mean, right, but, you know, we're... Uh, you know, hunting them down when you don't know where they are. Well, but I looked people... at it on satellite photos, at least for one particular area. We couldn't find it. Right, for one small area. Right. right for New Vermont. When you're talking about Montana, come on. Okay, okay, good point. Uh, hey, Gene, hey, quick question for you. There's no reason to worry about having, a, having your passport with you because it's obvious that you can get across without it. Um, I think, what are they going to do if you forget your passport? They're not likely to just say... Uh, well, you can't ever come back in the country right. because you lost your passport. You well, know? they can't do that because Canada doesn't want you. They're going to try to kick you out, and so uh, the U.S. will have to accept you. And uh, it's an interesting observation, and it ties it ties into what other people have told us. And thank you for that, Gene. While we have you here, I've got a question for you. Did you happen to hear uh, last night's show with the, uh, the the Christian rap song against front hugs? I heard part of it. I was flying at the time, so... Uh... I, I missed parts of it, but now, yeah, I did hear some of it. Now, as a self, uh, self-described self Christian, uh, you are, I'm, I'm just curious as to how you feel about this. Sh- should should Christian youth be hugging one another uh, from the side only? Should they be allowed to hug one another from the front? Is it sinful to hug from the front without being married? What What does Gene have to say to that? Well, I, I think the whole thing's kind of silly. <laughs> I figured you would. Okay, that's good. Just making sure. Thanks for the call, Gene. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, Gene is also a Christian that doesn't believe in hell, right? Yeah, like what what could happen if you decided to give front hugs in uh, Gene's yeah. world, right? right. What, you know, what what sort of, uh, uh, you know, dastardly event would you reap here in, on Earth? <laughs> okay, I wanted to describe a little further what we observed in the the Christian side hug video. Somebody well, called last uh, last hour to say that there was a hug done by a couple of the rappers at the end of the video. We reviewed the footage and the hug that he was describing, I would say, could not right. be described this as was, a hug. But not, not, a front, a, not a front hug in the sense of, uh, I mean, they, they were certainly more front-facing than the side hug they were advocating. It wasn't a full hug but in it any was, way. You know, they, they sort of bumped their pectorals um, from the, I guess, the right side, both right pectorals and sort of, you their know. Their right hands were shaking. Yeah, they were shaking. So There was room was, for the Holy Spirit in there. It was not a true embrace yeah. uh, because their right hands were shaking. The left hand came around on, the other, on their back backside and padded and then they were done so it was just like a quick grab as they were crossing paths uh it was like a, a pat a quick pat and a handshake and more of you know kind of a rap gangsta style it uh, it definitely did not count as uh, as a hug i would i would say so i think they absolutely are serious uh, about this and this was a serious christian youth conference it seemed serious when the uh, the introduction uh, rap that they have with, with a different group um threatened right you know, the russian mach- guys machete uh you know action on people that were doing the 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 front hugs on their Christian sisters or something like that, and uh, you know it it was clear to me that what the it wasn't about front hugging it was about front hugging women that's the problem. Yeah. 
toll-free number is 800-259-9231. Yeah, but Mark, if you were to give a, a guy a good front hug... Maybe a squeeze on the buttocks. They might have a problem with that. The buttock squeezing might be something entirely different. Toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's not likely to do that. The SACL CAI toll-free line. Bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. If you're paying more than $14.95 per month for DSL, you are paying way too much. It's time to make the switch to DSL Extreme, the nation's number one internet service provider. DSL Extreme is fast, and at $14.95 per month, it's cheaper than dial-up. Plus, you get free spam protection, a free modem, and 24-hour-a-day free local tech support with no setup fees. Service restrictions apply. Call 1-866-2-GET-NET. That's 1-866-2-GET-NET. Or go to DSLExtreme.com. Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com features, including the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, click and download. They're yours for free at freetalklive.com. How would you like to get a non-lethal weapon into the hands of your loved ones uh, with the stopping power that rivals that of a handgun? It's the Tiger Light. It's an incredibly bright flashlight with an integrated pepper spray. Its high level of utility comes from the fact that it is out and in your hand, and unlike other weapons, and there's no expectation by the perp that you have a weapon, so it's very effective as far as handling those folks. The Tiger Light is, um, you can get one today at tiger.freetalklive.com. It's a, a special just for Christmas. It's tiger.freetalklive.com, and I've got one, and it's great. All right, we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. Jack is on the line listening to WVTS in Charleston, West Virginia. Hey, Jack, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would like to talk about food and health care. All right. Food and health care, gotcha. Do tell. Okay, uh... It seems to me that we live in the richest country in the world, yet there are people in this country who do not have enough food to eat, and there are people in this country who do not have enough health care. And I uh, see a correlation between the two and the... uh, the the manipulation. Wait, 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 hold on, Jack. Let me, stop, let me stop you there. You said there are people in this country that don't have enough food to eat. Yes. This is America. You do realize that most, uh, a lot of people in this country. I don't know if it's most, but it's a lot of them are overweight or obese. Well, that's another thing. You cannot buy healthy food if you're poor. You can only buy healthy food if you have enough money to pay for it. Otherwise, you got to buy the cheap grade stuff, and it's not healthy. It's got MSG in it, and all that kind of stuff. Well, that that there may be some truth to that statement. Uh, in that health food or healthier food, fresh food does tend to have a higher cost uh, associated with it. But at the same time, yeah, you know, you're not really going to get fat on MSG. So you've got people that are that are overweight because, well, they are able to afford things like McDonald's and and buying uh, various different foods and, and essentially shoveling themselves full of it. There's no shortage of food in America. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Even whether it's healthy food or not is another question, but you can certainly eat. Well, I kind of beg to get to differ. I live in a state where. Uh 
it, the job rate is is the unemployment rate is really high, mm-hmm. and it is hard to find a job around here, especially a full time job, and especially one with health benefits and retirement and all that. And uh, it's just like you're beating your head against the wall trying to live a healthy life. Well, now you're talking about uh, sort of, you know, standard of living and all those other things. I mean, the the easiest thing to handle in this equation is people to eat. And then, you know, the next step up is shelter. And then you're talking about upgrading those things along the way, right? Well, yes, it all falls in line like that, but it's impossible to do. Impossible? The way the system is. What, what, what is it about the system that makes it impossible for someone to eat and have uh, uh, shelter? Uh, eat healthily, I think it's Basically, the country is ran by multinational corporations instead of entrepreneurs. I, I would I would agree that uh, that those corporations are able to hire lobbyists, and this is a country that is run by lobbyists. But that said, uh, let's let's. How would you fix le- it, hmm. Jack? Yeah. How are you going to fix it? I don't know how I would fix it. Uh, I uh, when I first heard about libertarianism, I thought that was the answer to. Uh, Going back to the original way the country was supposed to be ran, a la uh, John Smith, uh, I mean John Locke, uh, Adam Smith, uh, the mm-hmm. original people who thought up the concept of capitalism and how it should work, where if you did not provide good services, then your business failed and you went out of business, therefore you will be encouraged to provide good uh, service in your business. But that is not how it is run today. No. But that's not how the libertarian movement is is run today? No, that is not how capitalism is in this country. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, people misunderstand. Certainly capitalism is very misunderstood. I don't personally prefer the term because of all that. But uh, let's talk a little bit about you, Jack. I mean, what you're saying to me is that you can't afford to eat healthily and live comfortably. And so I, I guess or you can't afford to do both. And so I'm, I'm wondering, you know, what's, what is your budget like? Are you in debt? Are you – I mean, how, how are you doing on a weekly basis? Do you have a job? Tell me a little bit about you. Well, I live on a disability because of a mental disorder, and I do eat every day. However, I have to go to food banks every now and then, and uh, they give me like a bag of 50-pound bag of potatoes and uh, six uh, quarters of uh, chicken. and uh, Chicken, potatoes? That all sounds good. It is good. Okay. But the potatoes go bad before you can eat them all. Hmm. It's a 50 pound bag. Yeah, like one guy can't go <laughs> I'm through. I'm not them complaining all. about that. I'm complaining about I am able to work if somebody would hire me to do what I'm able to do. Uh, but when I go to the grocery store. Well, Jack, before you go on, I, I, I would like to point out that if you take those potatoes that have gone bad and you uh, cut them into quarters and you cover them in, with a good layer of hay, that you will have more potatoes in the future and you won't have to go to the food bank to ask for potatoes. Jack, can I ask yeah. a personal question? You mentioned a uh, mental condition. Is that why your speech is slurred? Yeah. 
Oh, okay, I apologize. I was playing uh, drinking sound effects in the background. I sh- shouldn't have done that. I jumped uh, to a conclusion. I got a slight brain damage. I see. So, so you are you somebody who consumes alcohol? Just curious. Off and on. Off and on. What do you? Can, what does that mean? I drink a few beers every now and then. A few beers. What? How often is every now and then? I don't know. A couple times a week. A couple times a week. Okay. Okay. So, so you're not doing too bad, I guess. Is what I'm saying is, if you can afford no, to drink um, a few, if you can afford to drink beer, then you could probably afford to put the money that you're spending on beer toward healthier food. If that's really what's important to you, right? You smoke cigarettes, Jack. Yeah, I smoke cigarettes. How, but how often I do you smoke, smoke cigarettes? Like a half a pack a day. Half a pack a day. So there's $2, uh, you know, two or three a year. How much does a pack cost there in West Virginia? Uh, around $3 so, for cheap ones. So there's a buck 50 a day that uh, that you could be putting towards, uh, you know, healthier food if it was important to you, but clearly doing other things is also important to you and everybody has their priorities. I just you know, I don't know if you really have a position to be complaining uh, if you're spending money on uh, vices and luxuries like that. Uh, thanks for the call and the discussion. I appreciate it. At 800-259-9231, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, Mark, you're saying that there's some really great quit-smoking techniques out there. You mentioned Chantex before. Yeah, well, it's 300 um, bucks. I don't my know girlfriend the got the shot, uh, and that that helped her a lot. My ex-girlfriend got the shot, and that helped her a lot. But that pays for itself. You're saying it's 300 bucks, but it pays for yourself. Sure, but you got to have the 300 bucks. Cigarettes. Help Free Talk Live via the AMP program for just $3 per month, and you'll get access to exclusive call-in lines, a chat room, and a forum at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want if you dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, a mass civil disobedience story involving 1,500 School students, uh, we will, I guess 15, this sounds repetitive, isn't it? Uh, it's 1,500 students. We will get to that if we get a chance, but your calls are the primary element. If you make them, we'll talk to you at 800 259 about virtually anything. And Free Talk Live has teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some really great prices on gold and silver. Uh, people are stocking up on gold and silver as an investment, as a hedge against inflation. In case the uh, the worst case scenario happens, I have purchased some uh, silver recently at gold.freetalklive.com. And I, you know, if if that's what you're looking at doing right now, you know, this is a great way to get it uh, cheaply. It's gold.freetalklive.com. There's also a layaway plan for those that don't have money today. They can put, um, you know, you well, not all the money today. Um, you would have to, you know, put a certain amount down and then a certain amount every week, and uh, you can work that out at 877-857-9938. That's 877-857-9938. And there have just been a whole bunch of people doing this in the last week, and I got to wonder, um, you know, is there a reason Toll-free numbers 800-259-9231. Let's go to Alex in Wisconsin. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I was just wondering, because lately I've been talking more and more politics and the whole idea of freedom and less government and even no government. However, one of my biggest apprehensions about no government and people I talk to is the argument that it's never been done before, and I thought you guys may be more knowledgeable about whether or not there ever really has been society or societies without government in the past. Well, you know, it's um, 
Again, no coercive government is, I think, a more accurate definition of that. And there, well, if you look at the American uh, West, is a is a pretty good example of, uh, if not um, no government, at least a, you know not a very intrusive government. Um, also, you can look at, I guess, prehistoric Iceland, um, you know, and sort of it's the kind of tribal is uh, tribal government there, right? Yeah, you know, extent? ish. Um, you know, they 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 had the ability to go to like judges and things like that, and, and they got to choose between them, but. You know the. Um, I don't know that there is there any point in talking to people about no government. I mean, what what do you hope to achieve in that uh, in that arena? It's it's more just because I try to explain the theory because I explain the theory behind you know people acting voluntarily and personally myself I would still want some sort of government for like the court systems and the cops, but I've at least gotten to the point where. I don't feel someone like Ian should be forced to live in a society that has courts and cops. So I think he should be more than free to go to wherever, say, New Hampshire, no government whatsoever. And I should be able to stay where I am and observe what it's like. Yeah, I, I, must, not be, I must not be communicating very effectively because I have no objection to justice and I have no objection to protection. What I object to is monopolies on those services. So... I want to make it clear that my position is against or I'm in favor of freedom and against a coercive monopoly government. If you want to call it a consensual government, that's fine. I'd call it market protection. I'd call it market justice, wherein you have different arbitrators that are offering their services to uh, to willing clients or not so willing clients in the case of somebody who is violent and dangerous. Uh, so I'm not against the idea of a police force. I'd much rather have a more effective policing force, and I think that competition would bring that effectiveness uh, to the marketplace or because of market involvement, whereas when you have a, a, a monopoly, you don't have any incentives to succeed. You don't have incentives to uh, to satisfy customers, and I think that's where the real breakdown occurs. And I can understand. It's just, it's just for whatever reason, at this point, I can't get my head around what that would be like, and so I'm uncomfortable with that idea until I see it. Like, I want objective data, mm-hmm, whereas sure. right now it's all a theory that it would work out. Okay, so um, it, it sounds like you're somewhere uh, in the, the vicinity that I am. I'm all for voluntary interactions and uh, competition in the area of, uh, of, of justice and protection like um, Ian is talking about here. However, I'm of the opinion that I'd like to see some I'd like to see some real hard evidence of it working today and how that would work. So then here's a question for you to both of you. Would you then be all right? Okay, you you sound like you want to be completely on the outside of it, but what if the proposal was put forth? Let's say you're both living here in New Hampshire and somebody uh puts forth a proposal to legalize competition in the area of protection to essentially make it legal for someone to form a competing uh, protection service that would not be targeted and taken out by the police as a, as a gang, basically. Uh, would that be something that you would accept, or would you oppose something like that? I personally would be okay with that because it would be the existing system in place. When I hear you talk about it, Ian, I imagine... It sounds like to me, and you're saying I'm misunderstanding, which is very possible, but I'm understanding you saying, okay, tomorrow we're just going to get rid of the government and all this will start to work out because there'll be a demand for justice and, you know, some sort of police force, and so that'll eventually work itself out. Yeah, it's very, that's very unlikely. 
That, that's, that's a very unlikely solution. But what would happen today is if you started your own protection agency and it was offering, or justice, if you started your own justice agency and it was offering the same services, if you will, at the same level of government, they would target you and take you out because what you would be doing would be a threat to their legitimacy, it would be a threat to their power, and they would go after you. So I think opening the market would allow for those alternatives. But let me give you an example of what your, what your fear is because the fear is, well, if you just get rid of the coercive services, then and what will happen after that? Well, here's a quick story for you while I have you on the phone uh, from, let's see, I think it's 590klbj.com. The Better Business Bureau, this from about a month ago, is preparing to take up the slack caused by a state agency that is shutting down. Over the next year, the Residential Construction Commission is closing down after it wasn't renewed by lawmakers down there in uh, Texas. That could leave a void when it comes to settling disputes between homeowners and home builders. The Better Business Bureau's Aaron Duffner says it offers several different dispute resolution services. Most are free. She says many of these disputes are easy to solve. What the BBB does... Uh, does find generally is that disputes are often a matter of miscommunication, she says. For those that are not that easy, there are also legally binding arbitration available through the BBB. Duffner says, however, in some contracts between homeowners and builders, there's a dispute resolution process that's already spelled out in their contract. Consumers should take a look at their existing contract to make sure they have not already agreed to such and things. And if none of that works, there's always dueling. <laughs> Aaron Duffner says the wind down and the closing of the Residential Construction Commission means people will need to find someone else to resolve their disputes between homeowners and builders. In some cases, it may be spelled out in the contract, but if that's not the case, then they can always contact the BBB. It offers several dispute services. Uh, and she's repeating herself there. But uh, essentially, that's an example of this kind of fear situation that you're describing of, well, even if we were to just shut down these government systems that do exist, which is not what I've proposed, uh, that here's the BBB saying, hey, we got a press release saying the, uh, they were shutting down this government service, the Residential Construction Commission, so we'd like to announce that we'll be replacing it with our uh, voluntary option and most of our services are free. Uh, free. Come on over. So how do you feel about that? I think that would work fine, but again, to me, it's just the last thing I'm ever I ever really hold on to from the idea of government is the cops, and it's because and I think the situation you're saying is very different than the, to me. It's like comparing apples and oranges; the two are different things, like handling contracts and well, Alex, wait, 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 wait. Than, Alex, I I under I understand. Do you realize that cops of when we talk about cops? Courts and roads here on uh, uh, Free Talk Live. I mean, when I talk about cops, courts and roads as as the last thing that I'd sort of want to do- undo from the state, and uh, don't expect them to be undone in my lifetime. You do understand the cops are the very newest of these uh, organizations. Cops are really only about a hundred years old, maybe a little longer in some of the larger metropolitan areas, but. When the Constitution of the United States of America was written, there were no police officers. I was not aware of that. Now you know. This is why I call you guys. <laughs> um, people handled handled justice in the, inside their communities on a you know they, they they managed to do it on their own and you know it, you, you, cops cops are new so I I don't know that things would entirely change burglaries generally handled by homeowners still. Thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I think the most sensible thing to do would be to open the market to com- competition 
and volunteer uh, volunteerize the funding of the government organizations. Also, at the same time, getting rid of silly nonsense rules like the the war on drugs and other prohibitions and uh, crimes that don't involve victims. That'd make a big change. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on our site for free. And we ask that you voluntarily support the show in return for all of that. Uh, you can do it in a few different ways. You can go to amazon.freetalklive.com. You can buy stuff there. It is that holiday shopping season time of year. Today being Black Friday, the day when Americans rush out, many of them, uh, rush out into the cold, cold morning and wait in lines, some even camping out overnight to attempt to grab their uh, the deals, grab the, the, the awesome deals that are available on this particular day wherein uh, store managers will essentially slash prices on a few items to, in some cases, below cost to get people through the door. And it uh, it's an interesting phenomenon, of course, the Black Friday phenomenon, because people behave strange when uh, they can purchase things at below market rates, at essentially below the usual rates. Um, obviously, they're market rates because that's what those rates are for that particular day, but they're not typical is, is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. People sometimes get trampled. There are sometimes fights in the aisles over things like Tickle Me Elmo or whatever it is the you know the hot toy of the year happens to be when there's one left and two parents that are going for that one remaining uh, unit. Things can get kind of interesting. And, I, you know, we haven't got any calls on that tonight, but then again, we haven't really been focusing on it as we normally do on Black Friday. I didn't really see anything uh, that, that, that jumped out and and caught me from the headlines today about Neither. Black Friday. So maybe we missed something. Maybe you can uh, clue us in at 800-259-9231. But well, you do what? love the carnage of uh, Black Friday. I no, I don't love the carnage. I love I love talking about how people behave and uh, and the market and what's out there and what's, you know, what people's experience of uh, experiences have been as a as an old retail guy myself having worked at the uh, the Big Kmart, which I guess they still exist somewhere sure out do. there. Uh, the big Kmart for a number of years of my life. So having gone through a number of Christmas seasons from the retailer's perspective, I, uh, I can empathize. And I just like, I like hearing the stories. 800-259-9231. But I brought it up to talk about Amazon.freetalklive.com, wherein you can get your shopping done without having to go and deal with the crowds, uh, to deal with the angry parents, to deal with the surly store clerks. Uh, or the parking, or any of the crap that you have to deal with by leaving the home to go shopping. You can just do it at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. Shop in dozens of categories, and you can feel good because not only are you getting a great deal, likely, because it's Amazon and they don't have to pay for all the overhead that the other stores do, but also you probably are getting free Super Saver shipping if you're buying brand new. A lot of their new items have that as an option. And you might be buying used even to save a few extra bucks. You can do that at Amazon at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. And whenever you enter through that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So thanks in advance to those of you shopping there, doing your holiday shopping there. And, of course, you can become an amplifier, too, at Amp.FreeTalkLive.com. 
So, let's continue, Mark. We told you one story about a young man, 12 years old, riding his bike to school as a, an example of civil disobedience, a great example of civil disobedience, how uh, very effective that it was in that they threatened him, they tried to intimidate him and his mom, both of them were riding their bikes to school, they brought a state trooper out to intimidate them, and they continued to do it, and they're getting away with it, and good on them. But the story you've got, Mark, in, involves 1,500 students? That's correct. Tired of uh, This is from AJC.com. Tired of uh, school uniforms, more than 1,500 Clayton County high school students came to school on Friday in what school officials called non-appropriate dress. Now, the students are facing suspensions, de- detentions, and other punishments. What were they wearing? Leather? I think they were just wearing regular old stuff. Lingerie? Questions from the AJC. uh, School officials confirmed on Tuesday the district was the target of an organized protest. Based on incomplete survey of schools, the district has determined that more than 1,500 students arrived at school on Friday. So different schools? Yes. Non-appropriate dress. District spokesperson Charles White said in a statement, White declined, um, that's what he said in the statement, he declined to say how many students were suspended, but said that um, where all, um, all were disciplined. White said that the uh, wow. discipline varied from school to school. He said that he could not comment on specifics because schools are closed all week for Thanksgiving. Whatever that well, means. okay, what I want to know is what is appropriate dress? The uniform. Okay, so there's a school uniform across an entire school district? That's as I understand it. Okay. Wow. I've never heard of that before. I I wonder in how many places that that is going on. In several cases, this was a direct defiance of school-level administrative instructions to students advising them to be in uniform dress or face consequence for their actions, he said in a statement. Is this new? This policy is brand new. Is that why they are now? You're asking me about uniform policies across the nation? I I have no idea. I don't know if it's said in the story. It's Clayton County. They've got got a uniform policy. I I don't know anything beyond that. Do we know which which state this is? I I remember reading. It said in the article at the end, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. In uh, several cases, this was a direct defiance of school-level uh, administrative instructions to students advising them to be in uniform dress or face consequences for their actions. He said in a statement, the students at the county's nine high schools organized online by sending messages urging their friends to buck the system. The uniform boycott, awesome. Yeah, the uniform boycott called Protest as One was also d- discussed among 782 members of a public Facebook group book called Clayton County High School Students Against Required Uniforms. One student organizer wrote, "They couldn't suspend you. Um, they can't suspend you all, and you'll be making a grand a stand for yourself." But the students learned otherwise. <laughs> Students who participated in this deliberate attempt to interrupt the school routine made a bad choice on Friday and need to be held responsible for that decision, said Superintendent Edmund Heatley. We can't allow this to happen or it'll be chaos. Kids just wearing whatever the hell they want to and acting like free people. It should be noted that disciplinary actions were based on students' failure to follow instructions and disrupting the school and not on being out of uniform dress. So they apparently were disrupting school or whatever, too. Okay, let me give you a little more info here. Clayton County High School Students Against Required Uniforms has 792 members on Facebook. That's pretty big. I mean, that's a big deal. It's not a small group. So word went out there, and I guess with 792 members, it's not hard to have each member tell two friends and and get them uh, on board. But according to the basic info from the Facebook page, this does appear to be, yeah, Jonesboro, Georgia is where this is based out of. 
Protests against the county's new required uniforms for all high school students, which started August 10th, 2009. So this is a brand new policy uh, that has gone into effect. So these kids aren't just randomly taking hit at a policy that's been around for a long time. This is brand new. And yeah, they're it's relatively new. And they're, they're saying the hell with this crap. And it just came into policy on the for the high school this year, as I understand it. Uh, as of September 16th, 2009, gray pants have been added to the dress code, according to the recent news at the Facebook group. Students wearing the same color top and bottom are considered out of dress code. They say it is so just... So you can wear a blue shirt and gray pants, or bla- gray pants and a blue shirt, but you can't wear both. Something like that. It, they, it says here it's just getting more and more ridiculous. That's all that I have so far, but is there more from your side? Oh, sure. I mean, it just it goes on. More than 100 students were spent, suspended two days after they showed up at um, Drew High School in Riverdale, not in uniforms. They were suspended on November 20th and November um, and November 30th. How is that possible? It must be a misprint, according to a message sent to parents. Um, Sammy Heath and his daughter, a Drew student, uh, wasn't one of the suspended students, but he understands why the kids are reluctant to comply with the policy. I wasn't down with uh, what they um, with that when they put that up for a vote, but we lost. He said and had to buy them um, so we wouldn't uh, get in trouble. He said not right, only wouldn't want to get in trouble. Not only does uh, his daughter not want to wear the uniforms, he struggles to afford them. Now I have to buy uniform clothes and regular clothes. I don't have money like that. He said I'm not a single. I'm a single father and paid child support on two other kids, and I don't have it like that. You know what I want to do, Mark? I'm going to reach out uh, to the Facebook group here and see if I can maybe get one of the organizers. Uh, maybe we can get them on the show and talk to them a little bit further about this because this this is pretty impressive. To yeah, me. it's this in Georgia, is, by the way. Yes, Jonesboro, Georgia, as I mentioned uh, earlier. The, uh, the According to the school's website, and this was linked to from the Facebook group, you have to wear the school colors. So it's not the same colors all across the school district. If you're at one school, man, I hate this crap. This yeah. this really sickens me because this is uh, training wheels for nationalism. Yes, the it idea is. that you need to wear your school colors is so ludicrous to me. What? I mean, I wa- some schools have lime and orange as their colors. I want to come back to this. Uh, we're going to put this aside. We'll see if we can get in touch with some folks down there in Jonesboro. In the meantime, Dave is in Montana. Dave, uh, you got the last twenty or thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, what's up with this uh, shopping stuff? The second day after 9-11 happens, the president gets on the TV and says, go shopping. I don't. I hate shopping, so what's that make me? Uh, I'm a bad uh, American or something? What? No. I can't under- it was the funniest thing I thought. The president gets on TV and tells people to go shopping after them buildings <laughs> come down. What? What was that about? It's about distracting people, I think, with, uh, again, the bread and the circuses. That said, I do enjoy a good shopping trip. Thank well, you for the call. It stirs up the monetary uh, you know, thing, and that's you know, good for this fiat currency. We are out of time tonight. Uh, I happen to like food shopping a whole lot. It's a lot of fun for me to just go and experience uh, all the wonderful selection of items. You just like the sales free eats that they have in the aisles. They don't have that often enough. They really don't. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronic, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.